What's up, guys? We are back at long, long last with episode eight of the Alt Dab podcast. We're sorry we've been away, but we're back, and I'm here. We've been busy. We've been busy. I'm as he's Nick. Yeah, and same. that was it. And that's we always have the awkward handover, so I had to start yeah. it like that. Here we are. Hello, Nick. I'm good, man. How are you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I said hello, not how are you, but yeah, no, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. Straight away. Amping that awkward. Im- immediate fuckery. I appreciate it. It's great. See, I, I wasn't prepared to do a podcast tonight. I had plans cancelled uh, last minute. Thanks yeah. to uh, a guy called Dave. Fuck Dave. Um, oh, his name's Dave. Him. That's where it's all gone wrong. So Yeah, and he listens to this podcast. Fuck you, man. I'm sorry, Dave keep listening but uh fuck you <laughs> at the same time um yeah so no we weren't expecting to do this tonight people but we're here and you know it's, it's about time we've we've been busy men i've been in canada you've been whatever going to festivals <laughs> yes yeah, most music festivals and yeah all i saw you at one we actually met this time even yeah, though it's very hard to meet up at a music festival as was sending me photos from his own first person perspective of where he was in the crowd and then i was having to like use visual trigonometry to work out his approximate location and track him down it worked gaming. pretty fucking well though i'm pretty sure I, there were quests like that in morrowind <laughs> And well, I, was, I credit that with being able well, to find my, you. Well, my other friend who was trying to find me had real difficulty finding me with my photos, whereas you actually found me with my photos. So, you know, Morrowind, clearly bang. you're not a fucking idiot, and he is. So there you go. Yup. Yup. So, Thanks. cool. We're back. <laughs> and let's we're fucking talk about some video games. Nick, what have you been playing? Well, we've both been playing Wild Classic. So let, we've been talking about that for a few episodes. So let's just like neatly just get that get that rolling. That's come out since our last episode. And what are your thoughts, Ed? Yeah, so to, to catch people up, because I think the last time we did an episode, I was like, oh, do you know what? I'm going to subscribe to WoW, Nick, and I'll play with you. And then like, then I went to Canada, and then I subscribed whilst I was in Canada, because our friend Perry, who I was staying with in Canada, is a fucking addict. So, did you oh, just yeah, die? Li- literal... No, no, I just dropped something. Oh, good. I was like, have you just died on, 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 while we're recording? Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, Perry's an addict, and he was like, fucking subscribe and make a character and blah, blah, because obviously names, registrations come up. So, I subscribed, and then while I was there, and in the evenings when we got in and we had nothing to do, he was like, oh, roll a character and see how you like it. And I got, I was like, I've got the bug again. So, yeah. Um, now Classic's out, since that's happened. Um... And yeah, it's it it's crazy fucking going back and playing that. Even though I played new, what, I say new WoW. Um, it sounds weird. It's not retail. Is yeah, the, reta- is the vernacular most people use. Okay, see, so look, I'm fucking newbie. <laughs> it's like it's literally after not playing for eight years and then playing again. There is so much I've forgotten and just still don't know what the hell I'm doing you, with some of the stuff. Were you in? Were you an original vanilla player? I was. Yeah. Okay, cool. So we're both on the same page with that. But yeah. isn't it? Amazing A, nostalgically, but then B, just the community. Yeah. Like, I was going to say, they're the two standouts for me. Is Yeah, the nostalgia overload is fucking unreal. But the the community of it, just like the amount of times that I've logged on, where we've not really been playing in sync with each other, we've can't, other than one night where we were both on like all night together. Um, like yeah. the amount of just random people I've just been joining up with and just doing quests with, just because we're yes, in the same I- area. You, you feel real value in those people and you run into them repeatedly. I'm not sure if you've had the opportunity to run into people more than once because we're, we're quite low level. Both of us are like mm-hmm. sub-level 20 still. Um, 
but I've I've been areaing I've I've been questing through the area of Silver Pine, and I've run into the same people for three group quests in a row. You know, on different nights, oh. they just happen to have lined with me, and you know, it goes back to removing the server groups and just getting back to that community pride of having the server and you have a reputation on that server and their players on that server you begin to recognize is so delightful yeah and just people doing things like drive by buffing you um there were people i I happened to be in brill passing through to turn in a quest at like level 15 or something and there was a guy just making people free bags amazing yeah just being super nice and it's like it's in a time in the game where the economy isn't up and running and that stuff actually relatively to now is quite expensive to do yeah exactly and it's it's like, like i say just even just stuff that like you've probably been doing it yourself as well if i see someone's in trouble while i'm out questioning i'll just run over and help them kill a mob and stuff like you know yeah it's just yeah, cool just, see but then people are doing that helping. back yeah exactly it's great i even had a so i had a skull level i couldn't see what his level was because he was that high above me alliance player run past me <laughs> and kill the mob i was actively killing and just keep running and i was oh. like Whew. wow because it's a pvp server so yeah exactly what wasn't a douche no he just he was on his way somewhere he saw me beelined it straight for me i briefly panicked and then he just helped me out and moved on with his day because oh, i was too small for great. him to even step on that's amazing yeah. have, you, have you joined a guild yet uh someone basically needed help setting up a guild charter yeah. In Ogremar and just whispered me, was like, do you mind just signing this? And I was like, yeah, all right. Yeah, sure. No, I'm in a guild. Yeah, same. I, was, I just happened to be the last signature. The same. I just randomly was questioning with some guy for about three hours the other night. And uh, he was like, do you want to join our guild? And like, even though I'm not going to stay in that guild, because I know like Perry's got a guild that he wants me and you to join and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, so I will jump out of it at some point. But I was like, yeah, fuck it. Why not? And like, just people in the chat and stuff. Again, just that random fucking like thing of the guild. Just being like, oh, guys, do you know where I can do this? Or, oh, guys, can someone come and help me? And, and also like that. right now, it's guilds aren't important. Guilds only really matter late game when you're trying to organize people for raids. Oh, exactly. Right? But like... As... And then guilds get really intense. You end up with guild loyalty. People leave the guild for other guilds and you go, that fucking bastard, we need you. Paladin. <laughs> well, I'm horde, but, you know. Yeah, but right now, like, it's just... Uh, like it's just an easy call for help and like guidance and stuff like that like we were having a discussion on mods and stuff that people were using the other night and it was like oh I'm using this and so I'd also be like oh yeah I'm using this as well and like I think it's really good and blah blah oh you should try this and just like that general just like you know collaboration between players of like oh what's the best way of doing X you know and this is the thing so much from they remove so much hardship from retail wow Everything was all quality of life, quality of life, quality of life, just fixing, 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 all these little irritants. And the sum of that was to remove any kind of hardship whatsoever except for doing the highest level of content. Yeah. Everything is so piss easy that you don't, you could, you could just completely breeze through it. Yeah. You don't need other people, and that destroys community straight away. I mean, a lot of people credit flying as a mechanic, which came in in Burning Crusade as being the beginning of the end for community. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's group finder. I think flying, while it created a, like a less populated feeling to the world because that and it made the world feel much smaller. There is something really charming, annoying but charming about running somewhere. Yeah, and being like I'm gonna be running for 15 minutes because this shit's far. Yeah, not I'm gonna be flying for two minutes because fuck it. Yeah, um, because but... uh, literally you've you've summed up. It's that sense of scale, and I I keep thinking this to myself. It's like this world's fucking huge. 
Because it takes so yeah. long to get places. Like, even just running around Ogrimmar. It's like, fuck, yeah. this city's fucking huge. <laughs> yeah, I talk to a guard and I'm like, where's my enchanting trainer? And then yeah. this little icon pops up on the map. I go, for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah, it's like, he's the other <laughs> side of the minutes. city. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fucking crazy. But like, yeah, but it, that sense yeah. of scale is gone with flying. I do, you, you are right with that. Um, I, I mean, flying's cool. But yeah, it's just amazing, like, like stripping back a load of the stuff of, uh, of you know, a lot of the charm that Vanilla had. The only thing, the only thing I don't like about Vanilla, like because we're sucking the dick of Vanilla right now. Um, Careful now. <laughs> the only thing I don't like is some of the drop rate stuff. I must admit. Oh God, yeah, no, it is really tedious. But like, at the same time, I'm playing a warlock, so maybe I've got a slightly different uh, idea of this than you do. As a, you're playing a rogue. Yep. So. Warlocks are very, very good at solo and very good at chain pulling things back to back to back. Yeah. Um, with minimal downtime in between. So for me, I'm not minding it so much. For me, I'm just like, cool. I'm just grinding out some experience. Yeah, it's like, not so much cool. killing mobs, but it's like this one at the minute. I'm collecting fungal spores, and it's like a random like spawn on the on the map. Look, there's two areas on in uh in barrens where they fucking spawn. And, oh, is it uh, like a ground item? You don't have to yeah, kill anything. Yeah, it's just a ground item. Don't have to kill anything. But the spawn time on them is so slow. And we're at the minute where there's still loads of people in Baron's questing and doing that quest. It just takes forever. And it's fucking yeah. stupid. Like, stuff like that is just dumb. Like, so dumb. But I feel like there's some things they would have... Um, they would have, like, obviously, anticipated uh, the increased... Um, like load of players coming in all at the start and up to the spawn rates for, but they've, they've got to have missed some stuff. Oh yeah, totally. I mean, like if I say, me, I would just leave that quest alone and just not do it. Yeah, like... I have. But the only reason I've kind of been looking at it is because I'm in that area. I was in that area, area having to kill um, centaurs anyway. So, like, I was just waiting those for the stuff to spawn. Centaurs. But then, but yeah, those fucking centaurs. Like Jesus, I was playing playing earlier on, and like in the area that it's in. Is this just random patch of like level 16 mobs? I'm only level 14 at the minute, and I was talking to you about this off air a second ago, of how like the level detriment is like you know if if there's as an enemy that's like two levels higher than you, normally you think ah oh, two levels I can take it, but like being a rogue with like shit gear on, <laughs> you just yeah, get you fucking get yeah you get absolutely dismantled and like you just can't counteract it even with a group. I was playing with a a guy who was I was, I was teamed with a guy who was a level 13 warrior earlier on. And these these level couple of level sixteens turned up and just destroyed us. Like, and one of them was a, a caster as well. So when we were trying to run away, he was just fucking us up as we were running away because he was just coming after us. It's like, oh great, <laughs> fucking sweet. Yeah. yeah, there's there's also the um the added issue of like when an enemy runs away, when you get it to low health and it runs into a friend of it, isn't it? Yeah. Pulls it. Yeah. That's not you going. That's fine. That's you going. Fuck. Yeah, fuck. Like, like, I now have to leave. The five-minute just... cooldown on my sprint is like, fuck's sake, <laughs> please. <laughs> yeah, and you have very few get-out-of-jail-free cards. Yeah, I, especially, literally, I don't have any. Like, I have a fucking stun, but my stun is so, you know, it lasts for a couple of seconds, the fucking in-combat stun. Obviously, yeah. sap lasts yeah. quite a while, but like the in-combat stun well, is like three isn't seconds. Also a stun is just a, um, it's a like it gets disrupted by damage, whereas the, like yeah, uh, if you have cheap shot or yeah, yeah, uh, kit, those actually stun them through damage. Yeah, um, and they're small, you know, and you, if you don't use them perfectly, you're fine. Yeah, exactly. Especially when there's like three enemies chasing after you, it's like oh, great. <laughs> eventually, you'll get a vanish, um, and that's just more annoying to maintain vanishing powder. 
Yeah, exactly. But obviously at the minute, like I say, it's just a bit of a, a bit of a fuck, to be honest. So yeah, but no, so that than... challenge is really rewarding. It is genuinely rewarding. Yeah, yeah. No, don't don't be wrong. These are just niggles, and it's like other than that, I'm still loving it. Um, so yeah, I, I must admit though, I, I'm I'm struggling with the juggle of other games with WoW. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, it does demand a lot of you. Um, yes, I looked earlier and I've played, I've played twelve hours now, I think, and I'm only level fourteen. So, yep. yeah, <laughs> fucking crazy. Whereas, like, you'd be able to quadruple that level within twelve hours of playing retail or something. Yeah, that's it. Especially with heirlooms. Yeah, exactly. And it's like, yeah, it, it's it's gonna be fun though. I've, I'm kind of seeing it as like it's my it's it's kind of my my in between game. Like if I just want uh, if I just want to play something for like an hour or so, I can just jump on WoW and just get, go and do yeah. a few quests and like you know. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in seeing all the content that I, I've already seen the late game content. Um, it, but it, I mean, it would obviously be great to be in position to actually like make an earnest effort. Um, you know, at some of the later later raids when they open up. Oh yeah, totally. Uh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I I was in a molten like molten core was basically our cap. Yeah. Guild back in the day. Um. So, you know, I, I, I saw some of the other content, but I didn't go all the way through a lot of it until later, like nearly the beginning of Burning Crusade. Yeah. Um, where guilds could literally just carry me through it, you know. But uh, so it would be good to see that stuff like as it's released. Yeah, it's, kind of, it's been I'm nice playing Horde as well for me. Is like, because back when I played Vanilla, I always played Alliance. Like we were always Alliance. So, because we we're always on the well, same we were server. Younger and stupider back then. A- absolutely, you know, like, just, we, like being we didn't a... know quality when we saw it. This is literally it. Being a 28 year old man, I'm like, I'm not fucking playing Alliance. I want to play fucking Undead, like we are. <laughs> uh, yeah. That it was either that or an orc for me. Um, I played Tauren once um, on vanilla, uh, but yeah. even then, I never hit cap as a Tauren. It was my human. Uh, I had humans and a dwarf. I think that were hit cap. So. For me, I just can't get it. I'm, I'm playing an undead war. I cannot get over how good the cask animations are uh, for undead males. That, right. They're just the best. Ca- they're the best casting animation in the game. They've been barely touched through WoW's entire cycle. Oh really? You know, yeah. So like 15 years or whatever it's been, um, and they're they're almost identical. That's amazing. The, yeah. Whereas like almost every other race has gone through some kind of revamp, or, yeah, know, reanimation cycle. Do you, do you know what I was really impressed with, as well? It's like, what? considering it's not had any of the graphical upgrades that WoW's had over the years. Obviously, it's literally as it was. It still looks great. Like it still looks really good. Well, no, no, it's not. It's not literally as it is. Um, well, they not... did include shadow settings, and obviously, we also now all have computers that can run it on Max with all the absurd amount of ground clutter. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. It, it does hold up, but that's just the key to Blizzard's design and art is that they have. A cartoony style with incredibly strong art direction. Yeah. It's yeah. Really purposeful art direction. I mean, obviously, we were discussing this in my office the other day as well, is that, um, like, like, obviously, when we were playing it uh, 15 years ago when it came out, it's like the resolutions we would have been playing on back then as well. I was like, yeah. I would have been playing this game on fucking 1024 by 768 Now I'm playing it on 1440p. <laughs> like, yeah, there's a, a bit of a bump in resolution as well. But, yeah. It's, it's obviously like really the core of it though is what I'm getting at. It's like even the character models and stuff don't look as bad as I thought they would. Um, yeah. Considering they're not the enhanced versions, so. 
But yeah, yeah. no, I'm I'm really enjoying it. I can't I can't help but toot the horn of it. I, f- I think if anyone was a WoW player at one point in time and hasn't gone back and tried it already, then you should definitely give it a look. I mean, I haven't played WoW in literally eight years. It's well, it's seven or eight. When did I don't know when? Can't remember when Cataclysm come out. It was it was it was either seven or eight years ago. But Cataclysm was yeah, the last eight, expansion I, I had. And even then, I barely touched it. It was kind of like I got it when I was at university and like played it maybe three times and was like, nah, fuck this. I can't be bothered. <laughs> so, so yeah, no, I've, I've literally not played WoW in eight years. That's a long fucking break. There's been a lot of changes since then. It has changed massively just from playing uh, the Legion content that I did when I, when I subbed and stuff like that. It's like, it's a hugely different game to what I remember. I'm obviously going back and playing vanilla now. It's like, yep, this massively different game. <laughs> Entirely. Yep. So, I saw you were playing, because, um, yeah, I saw you on Discord, and it says what you're playing at that time. Before we started this call, you were playing Control. I was. How was that? Slash am. Yeah, uh, so, yeah, nice segue. Appreciate that. Um, <laughs> no, it's no really. Worries, it's, buddy. I got you. I got you, you friend. You, you got me, friend. Um, yeah, no, it's, re- it's really fucking good, dude. Like, honestly, like, when I'd say... On PC at the minute, it's quite pricey, so I'd say wait for a, a sale maybe because it's like forty-eight pounds, I think, on the Epic Store. Um, right. And it kind of it, ha- it hasn't got a difficulty setting or anything like that, so it's gonna be a one and done game. Like once I'm finished, I'm finished. Um, so right. other than maybe side missions and stuff like that, obviously. Um, but that's not to say that this game is not worth playing. Um, it's super fucking trippy. Um, I'm not even gonna try and explain the the, the storyline because it's just insanity really um really <laughs> okay. really really vague overview of what it is essentially you you start as this woman who enters the this um building which is run by the federal bureau of control not the fbi the fbc um and essentially you're looking for your brother like these people have got you have had your brother for some time or and she's basically looking for him and but but when she gets here, there's this weird janitor, and he's like, you know, this the stuff going on here, blah blah blah, and then so it's from it's from Remedy Entertainment, who were the developers of Alan Wake. That's right, and Max Payne, back yeah. in the day, and um, more recently Quantum Break. But and Quantum Break. I was literally gonna say, who gives a fuck about that? Yeah, um, that game did not hold my attention at all. No, it wasn't very really, good. No, it was like okay. Alan, Alan Wake was. Uh, was really good for its time. It also came out with this incredible short uh, series of shorts. Yes. Um, shorts, which were really, really good, like mini thriller horror type deals. Yeah. Uh, I, from, really, I really liked Alan Wake. Did you, did you actually play that? or? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I played it. I was actually one of my instructors um, at, at, when I was doing my 3D animation course was one of the lighting artists for it. Oh, amazing. Um, yeah. Well, that some... was obviously a big deal in that game, so. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was more of like a horror kind of game, and I've heard Control is Contr- more of like an unsettling thrillery yeah. sci-fi thriller. Yeah, it's not it's... quite like a full-scale horror. It's definitely not a horror, um, because it's there's not like jump scares and stuff like that. But it's very unnerving the whole atmosphere of it and stuff. Uh, I don't think jump scares define horror, but maybe like it's more of a Hitchcock horror. Okay, yet, like I, okay. Horror. When, it, com- when, it, com- when it comes to, when it comes to video games, though, jump scares are you know in horror games you know they're yeah, fairly ubiquitous i get you i get you yeah yeah so I, I agree in maybe the film sense of like yeah but it's not even still in like a in like a cinematic sense it's not a horror it's definitely more thriller 
Um, it's like the the borderline between the two kind of thing of like it's really sort of unnerving. Um, the atmosphere is very very tense. Um, but I can't say I've ever thought to myself, "Oh God, I don't want to go into that room." Do you know what I mean? Like that kind okay, of fear. Yeah. You, you haven't know? hit that ba- that wall of like. Well, you kind of don't have that, but be- because of the gunplay and because of the powers you have in the game, like you use telekinesis and shit like that, um, and like the fucking crazy gun battles, it's just shit. Like the amount of effects of like stuff being broken, um, like pretty much everything can be smashed up in this game. Um, okay. So. Cool. So there's a lot of damage in it. Um, there's a lot going on in screen. And like on concert, because I'm playing it on Xbox um, at the minute because I've got it for cheaper on Xbox. Um, so uh, like there's a lot of slowdown and stuff like that on it. But um, the, the PC version, um, from what I've seen um, online and stuff like that, is, is pretty well optimized and stuff like that. So... Um, but no, it's it's a, it's a it's a great game. It's like I say, it's got some fucking wild wild fights in it. Um, a lot of damage, really crazy storyline. Again, I'm not even gonna try and get into it. It's kind of one of those things of like you need to play it. It's like a talking pyramid and shit. It's like okay, <laughs> what's going on? Um, yeah, it's, it's it feels like I can feel the sense of like uh, it's gonna have like that. Uh, Maybe like Bioshock as as comparison. That Bioshock moment okay. where at the end of the game it's gonna be like, Oh my fucking god, do you know what I mean? It's gonna be like something that's gonna fucking blow my mind. I can feel it brewing. Um A man chooses. That yeah. kind of moment. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Um so yeah, I think I'm about halfway through the game, but well I'd definitely recommend it. Hundred percent. It's worth checking out. It's one of the be- okay. like I say, especially off the back of Quantum Break, like Remedy of knocked this one out of the park. So Check yeah. it okay. out. I will do. Yeah. I've been attending to. Um, I've been talking with coworkers about it, and the other one uh, I'm super interested in, which I've only seen the uh, prologue for because I actually want to play it and be surprised, is um, the Dark Pictures Man of Medan. Yes, this is on my radar. Um, I have a friend who has completed it on the weekend. Did you um, play Until Dawn? I did. Yeah. So what I loved about Until Dawn is that. I played through that game maybe four different times with different groups of people. Yes. Do different groups of friends, you know, just like, oh, do you want to just do a couple of sessions on the game? Mm-hmm. And you'd sit through and you get entirely different playthroughs, entirely different endings, and you had this hot seat experience, even though it wasn't enforced by mechanics. Um, you would just kind of go, all right, you know, your turn, we've changed characters, so you do this next chapter until the characters change again. Yeah, you pass the controller along, and it was a fun way of also torturing your friends by making them play a horror game. Yeah, that's it. Because uh, especially when you know what's going to happen, basically, it's like, oh yeah, yeah exactly. go by, there. By the fourth <laughs> session, I was like, here you go. Yeah, yeah. Fucking have like slightly grinning to myself in the background. <laughs> um, but they've actually added that as a game mode to Man of Medan, um, where it's a that you have this uh, hot seat or couch co-op kind of mode where you can have up to five players and you pre-designate a character set to each player and it will prompt you to hand over the controller in between character swaps. Is that online um, or...? There's also an online mode and that's even more intriguing because apparently the the actions of other people in other scenes are hidden from you. Oh, okay. So you can end up... like You can play through it multiple times and have entirely different playthroughs and entirely different consequences to actions based on what other players in the multiplayer game have done in their scenes prior. Oh, shit. Okay. So they've really embraced this kind of aspect of their community. Like, the natural effect of, uh, of Until Dawn, where mm-hmm. everybody went and you know had these kind of 
not viewing parties, gaming parties, because it's only a nine-hour game. It only takes a couple of sessions to play through, you know. So you yeah. can organize a group of friends and play through it and have a real communal experience. The fact they've canonized that in this one, they really like listened to the way their game was being played. This is a lot shorter as well, isn't it? As far as I'm aware. So this is supposedly going to be the first of a series. Um, yeah, I saw they've already announced the sequel. I can't remember what it's called, but I have seen. So it's quite cheap. Uh, I don't know. It's £20 exactly pound on PC. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's not a full-priced release, like, um, until Dawn was. Mm-hmm. It's going to be an episodic jobby. Um, or se- more of a Black Mirror, yeah, series. Where yeah. each one comes out with, like, tangentially related concepts. Uh, but yeah, I'm just excited by it. And I'm excited by the fact to see, like, you know, we were talking about WoW Classic earlier. There's that famous phrase of, like, you think you want it, but you don't. Yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah. You know seeing developers listening to their audience to their to their customers to their fans and uh facilitating their like preferred way of play is really good to see so credit credit to supermassive games for uh picking up on that couch co-op yeah definitely i mean like like i said that was like one of the fun things about it i actually only ever played for it once um until dawn but it, the playthrough i did do was with just a group of friends in what we did it in one setting <laughs> No. no, sorry, no, I lied. We did it in two scenes. I lied. Because, yeah, we definitely didn't do it in one. <laughs> yeah, um, nine hours is a little bit of a push. I mean, I'm, I'm also I'm slightly exaggerating. I think it can be as low as, like, eight. Yeah. But it is a bit of a like, Yeah, we a did it We did it in two sittings over, over two weekends, um, thinking of it. But, yeah, it that, that was great because we just switched pads. Like, when a cat, we, we did it so when a character, we'd change character, um, we'd switch the pad. So... Nice. Every time the character was swapped, that next person would then pick the pad up. There's only three of us, so it was quite a good like set of swaps. Um, but yeah, no, it was fucking great. And it's cool that they're, like say, actually incorporating that as more of a thing um, in Man of Medan. Um, yeah, and designing a game around it mm. uh, as a concept is really cool. Yeah, no, I need to, need to pick that one up. Obviously, um, I don't know if you saw as well, while we're just speaking about horror games, I haven't actually played it yet, but did you see the whole, the new Blair Witch games out as well? I don't know how I feel about this, just because I'm not a fan of the Blair Witch mythos. Yeah, yeah. But, um, um, yeah, I, I was aware of it, it was on, you know, tangentially aware of it, just not following it. Yeah, I've had friends who, again, the same friend who actually completed Man of Medan this weekend was on a complete horror game binge, obviously, and started Blair Witch. <laughs> Um, and she said that it was a bit like after a couple of hours in, nothing really happened. You were kind of just in the woods getting lost, <laughs> um, which obviously is what the, what the films are about, essentially. But yeah, uh, that sounds like not very exciting at all. Um, it hasn't had very yeah, good reviews I'm not either. Really so down for that, I feel like um, horror games tend to go one of two ways, which is like the uh, more emergent kind of experience with very simple mechanics where things are really, really aggressively hunting you. Yeah. Um, or the very, very narratively driven cinematic game. Yeah. I'm not sure how much in between you can get outside of that. Walking around in the woods for atmosphere for three hours doesn't sound like enough fun to justify, you know? Yeah. Nah. 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 Exactly. Nah. It's on Game Pass. I've downloaded it. Probably never going to play it. Probably uninstalled it. I need to actually it. look at what is on Game Pass. I forgot I was subscribed. 
Oh, um, Gears of War 5 is out on Friday, which is something to talk about as well, I guess. That's out. Yeah, I mean, how do you feel about Gears as a series? Are you I, a I'm fan? a Gears fan, yeah. I'm a very big Gears fan. Uh, me and my friend Jordan have religiously played all of them co-op whenever they've launched. Um, nice. We will be doing the same this weekend when Gears 5 comes out. Um, very good. So that will just be a sweaty sesh on that all weekend. Um but yeah, no, I'm excited. And fucking, they've got a wrestling tie-in in this one, which for me is like, what the fuck? So... What, is this, is this their, like, Coltrane replacement is going to be no. Stone Cold Steve Austin? <laughs> I fucking wish it was that. That would make my life. 100% would make my life. <laughs> but uh, they announced earlier today, actually, which is which is uh, good because it's news from today. Um, but they announced that... But do, do you know who... You know, oh, Of course you know who Batista is. Batista, Drax. You know, you know yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, know the, he's going to be in the fucking game. As, as a oh, playable sick. character in, in multiplayer. You can play as Batista. So Nice. Yeah, I know. Pretty random. So, But yeah, no, I'm excited for Gears. Really excited. I'm excited for the story and seeing where that, that's all going. So the multiplayer's fun. It'll be nice. It's a nice little shooting. Fun time. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't really got a lot to say yeah. about it. I've been I'm excited. I've, I mean, at the end of the day, at this point, Gears is kind of like an institution. Everybody knows what Gears is. You either like it or you fucking don't. So. Yeah, it's shitty Halo. That's what it is, right? Sorry, no, I'm just kidding. It's shitty just Halo. Smoking. They're very different. I to be right, I fucking love Halo as well. So yeah, Halo's they like occupy like a similar space. No, they like do. They're like they're like that fucking yeah, the, the Microsoft fucking exclusive shootery space agey madness. Yeah. See, I, I I played the first two games, and I've always been a massive fan about the art direction. It is really really good. The whole um like metallic art deco not even art Fucking deco gothic you, even call that yeah gothic yeah architecture mm-hmm. um really really cool uh it's very yeah, it, that was very game. epic i mean obviously at the time like the epic games like style it was very it was very them the way that was done the whole one tournament free and stuff at the time that come out like yeah it was completely in that vein of like being over the top fucking huge people <laughs> in gothic settings Speaking of Epic, did you hear about uh, the drama of one of the most recent Fortnite patches? No, I haven't. I, I won't lie, I, I don't really keep in the loop of Fortnite. Like, I have no yeah, idea. Nor do I, but I follow a bunch of live streamers and tangentially encountered a clip of apparently one of the biggest content creators for Fortnite. Yeah. Um, just, just really, really upset on stream. Um, All right. And there's a there was a creators con- like uh, tournament going on of some kind where content creators could compete to earn like a cash prize for being the biggest content creator for Fortnite or, so, or something to that effect. Uh, and okay. they quit like halfway through the competition because they were like, I just can't play this game anymore. I love it, but they've all the mechanics they've introduced recently are terrible. Oh. So it's, essentially, what it amounts to is they introduce mechs. What? They introduced fucking mechs to Fortnite. Yeah, but the 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 issue being is that they're like randomly assigned essentially. Um, so what? They, they, yeah, people get them. I, I I don't play Fortnite. I'm really sorry to anybody who does who's just sat there being like, "No, you ignorant turd." <laughs> um, but yeah, the the general complaint I've seen is that they they seem seemingly <laughs> randomly assigned. They fall down from the sky for some shit. You don't know where they're gonna be. It's just like fucking. It's like Titanfall, but Fortnite. Oh, sorry. Yeah. I just Googled Fortnite mech to try and get some background information while we sat here talking about it, and it brought up a fucking German news article. What? Fortnite bring dice mechs way that in Smule. Okay. Yeah, no, exactly that. Um, 
<laughs> I've offended yeah, anyone no who's German listening to this, but yeah. But yeah, it, it, supposedly they're just super overpowered and they're not based on any kind of merit. And there's Epic. been a lot of kind of creeping mechanics in that direction. Epic Games seem to be gearing Fortnite more and more towards the idea that they want worse players to be able to win. Um, just through essentially, you know, rolls of the dice yeah. to try and encourage them to feel like they are capable of winning. They're trying to embrace that Call of Duty model where you respawn behind someone, you get a kill, but you shit. Yeah, you know fucking I mean? yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, I, I know exactly. A fantastic what I mean. video of it that talks about it. It's from ages ago. This is from before the whole loot boxes are gambling kind of issue, um, where it literally says like Call of Duty mechanically is built as a uh, slot machine. Uh, it's built so that everybody can feel like they're at least succeeding a little bit in it. Yeah, um, and that even the best players will find a certain degree of like you know unfairness uh, come crashing down on their heads by shit players so everybody gets to feel successful and that's just it's just catering to noobs so it oh seems absolutely like... that's what that's why it's you know the time to kill and stuff like that is so low and shit like that you know yeah, yeah so exactly. everybody can get a kill but then some yeah. people are still First so bad that see. they can't get a kill so you know <laughs> yo um <laughs> but, excuse you know, me so we've talked before about call of duty sucking just because they removed all the progression systems but especially shittier as time went by with loot boxes being introduced and with that kind of more and more slot machiny mechanics yeah. Uh, yeah where every respawn you could either be in a great position or a fucking terrible one. Oh my actually speaking of call of duty um i played the alpha the 2v2 the alpha. alpha yeah they play, they released the new modern warfare that isn't part of the modern warfare series but is in fact a complete revamp uh you know reboot that yeah exactly that yeah. Not Call of Duty 4, Modern Warfare 1 or 2. No, but just in fact, Modern Warfare. Yeah, just Modern Warfare. <laughs> yeah. Um, so it's not a Call of Duty. Yeah, no, it's Call of Duty. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Call of Duty, Modern Warfare. Yeah. Okay. But not yeah. Call of Duty. Which 4, I, re- I didn't realise, actually, is that you know they did that remaster a couple of years ago of Call of Duty 4. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't realise. Well, I said, well, I did realise, but it didn't really dawn on me. But I actually renamed that when I released it and just called it Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. They never called it Call of Duty 4 Modern Warfare Remastered, which is Call of Duty Modern Warfare Remastered. So now, even though that was essentially officially renamed Call of Duty Modern Warfare, um, we've now got another Call of Duty Modern Warfare coming out. So it's, it's that's not confusing. They're sneaky pricks, those guys. Yeah. What is their game? What is your game, Activision? <laughs> Fucking, which one am I playing? I don't know. Um, exactly. But yeah, I played the alpha, and it's 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 good. I liked it. I liked Ooh, it a lot. It felt take. it felt it felt very much like a throwback to what that uh, original Modern Warfare was like, essentially. Um, and like the guns feel a lot more like punchy if that's the right word potentially to use for it, like compared to other COD games. Because like recent CODs feel like you can just fire a gun and it's just like, you know, it's firing, but there's no kickback or anything like that. You know, there's no weight to the gun. Whereas like on this, it actually feels like, you know, and there's like different zoom in times depending on what scope you're using and stuff like that. Like it feels genuinely different, but it's still Call of Duty, but it feels like it's actually had a bit of, you know, sparkle added to it to shine it up and make it a little bit different instead of just having oh, churning out the same thing every year. a little bit of reverting it back to when it was a little bit better and required some degree of understanding or skill yes that's probably if not a lot probably, a lot, probably more more, more in line with what it is 
I mean, there's a beta in two weeks, um, so I'll talk about that then because I'll, I'll I'll be playing the beta when that comes yeah. out. Let's not spend too um, much time getting getting super into uh, alphas. Yeah, no, I didn't want. I just wanted to say it was good. That was all because we mentioned Call of Duty. But yeah, fair, fair. Yes. Um, actually, so, while while I'm just saying on. that as well, I'm gonna uh, I'm just gonna drop this bit of information here as well because by the time this podcast comes out, I should have a page up for it and stuff. Um, I'm, and I might as well hype it up now anyway. I'm actually going to be uh, doing 24 hours of gaming for charity in October uh, ah. for my mum uh, for Macmillan Cancer Support. Um, Amazing. So I'm going to be doing that on the new COD. I'm going to be doing it on launch weekend um, because I think playing 24 hours of Call of Duty is going to be fucking hard and I want it to be a challenge because um, I think keep maintaining that level of focus for 24 hours is going to be fucking difficult. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to be doing that in October. I'll announce a proper date and stuff like that probably uh, within the next couple of days. I'll put it on our socials and stuff like that. I haven't given it a name or anything like that. There's no donation page as this moment of speaking, but there will be come the weekend, and I'll link it with this pod when it goes up and stuff like that. So um, uh, yeah, could you, what is your Twitch channel name where uh, we can find that? My Twitch, <laughs> nice little note there for me. I was, I wasn't going to hype that. Yeah, I will be streaming <laughs> it obviously, and it will be on Twitch.tv forward slash i i a z a i i. So that's not confusing at all. There will be a link. You better find it through the donation page. I i as a i i. That's it. Yes, i i like a captain. That's it. Right, or like Roman numerals. Like Roman numerals. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, oh, cool. y'all can't just have Azar. So, yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to be doing that. So, hopefully, we'll be able to raise some stuff. Um, my mum wanted to shave her hair is the story behind this because uh, my mum was di- diagnosed with lung cancer earlier in the year. Um, mm. Luckily, she's doing great, though, guys. So, you know, don't be bummed out. Things are going good. But Macmillan have been really good to her. Um, she wanted to shave her hair. And I was like, let's not do that. You don't need to shave your hair. I didn't want my mum to shave her hair, bless her. I was like, I will try and make her some money somewhere else, somewhere else. And a couple of years ago, I actually did this on Star Wars The Old Republic. And we made about £700. So if we can do that again this time, that'd be fucking amazing. Um, I say, wow. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Did really good. <laughs> I was very, very impressed, actually. So, um, yeah, no, if we can do that again, that'd be fucking incredible. Um, I don't know if people are going to be joining me potentially. I know some friends will potentially know about joining me. Um, but I, like I say, I'll have all the proper details linked uh, when the pod's up. Like I say, I'm still ironing out some fine fine print on what's going on. But um, that'll be on the weekend that Call of Duty's out. So it'll be like the 26th, I think I'll be doing it, of October. Call of Duty's out on the 25th. Um, obviously, the 25th is a Friday, and unfortunately, I have work. So it'll be on the 26th. <laughs> Um, I would would have loved to have done it like launch day side by side, but launch weekend will do. So yeah, hopefully we can make a shitload of money and it'll be fucking great. So that so. is the twenty sixth of October. The twenty sixth of October. As uh, I'm just putting the calendar. <laughs> Cod live. Cool, that's in there. This I is breaking news. Over, but I will come and <laughs> come and say hello at very um, least. Amazing. I was gonna say this is breaking news for you as well. Like I say, I've I've been planning on doing this. It's just um. Yeah, I haven't made the page and stuff like that yet. I was, you know, gonna be, was planning on doing it for this week anyway. Um, well, yeah, we'll, so. we'll have another. Wait, one, 
We'll have like two or three more podcasts before that happens. So four Hopefully, more podcasts. We've been really shit recently. Well, yeah, yeah. But yeah, at least two. At least two. At least two guys. We'll we'll be better. We're, we've got no holidays planned, right? You you ain't going nowhere, so we're we're good. Not until November, but I also have got a lot on. But I should be good next week. Oh, be okay, we'll, it should be fine. We'll be fine. We're fortnightly anyway. Not we're not. We're, 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 yeah, yeah, exactly. Week after, I mean. We're good. We'll be fine. So yeah, oh, guys. Wait, no, that's the week of my driving test. Cool. Ooh. Yeah, I'm one of those people that wait until like nearly 30 to learn to drive. Um, <laughs> yeah, it is. Uh, but yeah, we'll see what my, um, my 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 lesson booking seems to be and how that works out. But it should be fine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, it'll be fine. Are we discussing our scheduling? I don't know. We tangented off the back of like really how many podcasts hard. will we have? <laughs> yeah. So yeah, no, but like that, it's still it's fine, it's cool. So yeah, I I wasn't planning on and actually planning on announcing it, but I thought on the conversation of Call of Duty, and it's gonna be based around Call of Duty. I might as well mention it. So yeah, fingers crossed yeah, we, we can we can get some donations through podcast listeners and stuff like that. So yeah, buddy, all for a good it. cause. So yeah, anyway, uh, is there any? Oh, is there, there's news. Is there something? There was some something you yeah. want to speak about. There's something. You, so it's an article that came out today. Um, you know, spoiler alert, it's not the day of release. It's a couple of days before. Uh, but Charcoalfish has been hit with accusations that they were exploiting uh, young people for free work. Um, yeah. article here on, Poly- on Polygon.com, which interviews several young developers who are in their teens, some of them. Uh, and, you know, they, they were aspiring game developers and games industry professionals and artists um, who thought, you know, that they were getting their foot in the door with the industry and that they'd be able to convert their their free labor, their volunteer labor into salaried work. Um, yeah. But some of them ended up committing hundreds of hours over several years to the project and not receiving any form of compensation whatsoever, even after their work allowed Starbound to get uh, an incredible um, amount of Kickstarter funding and then also went into early access and got a really nice boost of uh, pre-release sales. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's not an unsuccessful game. It made a great deal of money. It grossed uh, probably millions. It sold very well. So the idea that you could be a, you know, essentially a child laborer uh, working for free on this game in, you know, you're working for a London-based game developer, you know, when it actually got off the ground and they were exploiting people for free labor. It's quite staggering. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. I mean, obviously, they've released a statement which is like pretty sketchy. <laughs> um, so I'll read it out. It says, We're aware and saddened by the current allegations against Chucklefish regarding Starbound's early development. During this time, both the core crew and community contributors were collaborating via a chat room and d- dedicated their time for free. Community contributors were under no obligation to create content, work to deadlines, or put in any particular number of hours. Everyone was credited or remunerated as per their agreement. It's also been How- almost been a decade since Star- Starbound's development first began, and from there, Chuck- from then, Chucklefish has grown considerably into an indie studio that has a strong emphasis on good working practices, providing a welcoming environment for all employees and freelancers. Our doors remain open to any related parties who wish to discuss their concerns with us directly. And, and this is this is you know it's a it sounds like a good statement on the face of it, but. Uh, several of the allegations include accusations of, like, you know, uh, harassment and bullying. Mm. Um, so su- supposedly the, you know, leader of the company, what's his name, Finn, some- something Finn, 
Uh, uh, yeah, is it Finn Price? I saw his name is or Finn Bryce. That's it, Finn Bryce. Yeah. Um, would he he would get someone on board to work for free, treat them like gold, uh, and then sort of discard them when the next person came in. Uh, so there was this idea that he would he was just uh, essentially gearing people to get as much work as he could out of them by making them feel super valued. Uh, but then as soon as you would start to push back against that request money uh, anything he would completely shoot you down and then cut you off like very very hard even after they started money as a company Uh, beyond that even in that chat room which was mentioned in the early development of, of, of starbound supposedly he would repeatedly sexually harass people or at least try and lead conversations in a sexual direction from gaming development conversations which is hard to do um yeah so yeah i I just don't buy it personally and well to be fair why is game development like this happening over a fucking chat room as well with kids well i mean with with indie game development i kind of get it um when you're when you're you know uh, literally you're not a company yeah you're a developer who's got a project um and some people go i want to jump on board let's do this and you, you you get going but then you expect that when some de- degree of success has happened the people that made that success happen contribute to it are, are recognized for their work and not just with a credit but with some kind of you know not equal share necessarily the financial comp- uh, finances uh boom you've received but just some of it or at least start giving them actual paid employment so they can continue to do the work that got you all this money yeah, exactly. So it just seems really absurd. And then it's compounded by uh, Finn's own statement, Finn Bryce's own statement, um, where he essentially admits to the idea that he was a bit of a shithead back in the day. Paraphrasing here, so a pinch of salt. But, yeah. Well, I mean, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a quote here from someone called uh, Roe Watson, um, who's the founder of Igloo Soft Games, who mentions that uh, Chucklefish was a horrible place to work. Being bullied by Bryce and subject to his cruel jokes were commonplace. I personally was the subject of one where he forced me to answer a humiliating question about being forced to sleep with a team member. Like, that's obviously, again, in the vein of being massively inappropriate. Um, And, yeah, well, literally a rape joke as well. Yeah, exactly. So Super odd. Yeah, fucking crazy. And And, this is the publisher of, um, uh, of Stardew Valley as well, which, as we well know, because you're all massively dedicated fans, <laughs> is, is is basically the blood that runs through my veins. So I'm I'm very disappointed with the whole thing personally. Yeah, Not I mean, to say that it should reflect in any way upon the individual developer. Of, of, no, uh, exactly. That's what I was about to just say as well. Is like this is a publishing warehouse. At the end of the day, the developer of Stardew Valley is obviously you know it's a completely different development team, um, and this is more around the, the development of Starbound. Um, yeah, which was their first launch game. Yeah, for that whole company. But yeah, just you know, kind of sad. Every time I hear about, uh, you know, you want to champion your your local indie gaming studios, you want to be really proud of them. Um, and this is a London house, and you know, you're an Essex person, but I'm a Londoner. <laughs> yes. What do you call an Essex person? An Essex. Uh... An Essex is that? A oh thing? I, no, I just totally made that up. No, I have not. Essexian. Essex, the 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 chavy name of Essex boy or Essex girl, I guess. I mean that's a really like fine 
you know, there's, there's nothing chavvy about that. That's just plain English. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's like being being an Essex boy is like being an Essex boy. You know what I'm saying? Oh, right. No, I'm right, saying, yeah. yeah. Not just yeah, being a boy from Essex. <laughs> hmm. Hmm. Do we have apparently a is Essexian? Essexian. Yeah, I think so. I don't, I don't... It's a word. It's on. It's on the internet. It's on the internet. In. So it's, it's got responses. Essex plus Ian, adjective, yeah. of or relating to the Earl of Essex. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we're Essexian. Um, that sounds just sounds weird. That's a weird pronunciation. Yeah. So you know, we digress. We um, digress. Yeah, it's fuck. It's fucked. And like you know, it's just upsetting to see anything like this happening anywhere. But you know, being part of the gaming community, seeing this and thinking, you know, it's a bunch of like-minded people and stuff like that. That sort of you know. Well, it's also that you get dis- so disenchanted with AAA gaming. Yeah. Um, you sort of lean on the idea that indie gaming is better. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've we've talked about our scandals with Rockstar, and you know. Uh, other developers on this podcast so you just don't expect it from indie indie developers you kind of want to keep them in the back of your mind as your safe space within gaming yeah and then you hear something like this and you know dirties it up a bit and it's like you know what you know this shit just happens you know unfortunately this shit just happens anywhere and everywhere and it's 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 horrible and yeah maybe not the child labor stuff so much (laughs) um yeah but the inappropriate yeah, I'm not sure how shit often that you know. happens at AAA gaming studios. You know, Rockstar Games with all of their many tax avoidance crimes. Yeah. So I'm yeah. pretty sure they're not. They're not using child labour. Yeah, I'm pretty sure they're not. I don't think they need to. You know, I think they're a bit above that. So. Oh yeah. So I guess. Any news on your end? I was gonna say, moving on to let's move to something a little bit, a little bit, a little more lighthearted. Uh, tomorrow there is a Nintendo Direct. Um, well, I say tomorrow uh, when this podcast comes out, it would have been yesterday, and we don't know what's on it. Um, yeah, exciting. We know they're going to be talking about um, Pokemon Sword and Shield, and they're going to be speaking about Luigi's Mansion Three. People are hoping that. Well, I say people are hoping. I, I everybody hopes whenever there's one of these Nintendo directs. If you're a Nintendo fan, you hope for nice big surprises and whatnot. So there has been rumours today though that apparently Assassin's Creed Four and Assassin's Creed Rogue are going to be remastered and released on the Switch. So they might because be everything has to be on the Switch. Yeah, I'm fucking for this though. Like, put everything yeah. on it. <laughs> yeah, put everything on it. Please stop charging me twenty pounds more for it. Oh God, yeah, I was gonna say, yeah, put everything on it, but just bring those prices down. Like Hotline Miami being twenty pounds for Hotline Miami yeah. one and two is like, you fucking kidding me? I can buy it on Steam for six for both. Like, no. Sky- Skyrim came out eight years ago. <laughs> eight years ago. Why is it a full price release on Nintendo Switch for like know. nearly fifty pounds? Like Devil May Cry one was, I think. 1999 when it came out <laughs> how am i paying 20 pounds for devil may cry 1 in 2019 i think saying that i'm pretty sure the resident evil remake that was originally a gamecube game was right. is 30 pounds on switch how how is yeah. that 30 pounds again they've released that remaster on fucking every platform under the sun you can get it for like probably 9.99 on steam or something i don't know but yeah, put, charge me thirty pounds for that on Switch is just like, are you fucking joking? Like, no. I love the Switch, but the Switch tax needs to go. They need to sort that shit out. Big time. Yeah, absolutely. Remaster it's, everything. It's, drop the prices. Thanks. 
it's my main <laughs> deterrent to buying things on Switch because I do like playing stuff on my Switch. Um, but when I see a game, I'm like, that would be fantastic to have on there. And I see that I, I already own most of these games. Yeah, so yeah. It has to be it has to be a reasonably priced game for me to want to invest in it just to have it on the go. Yeah, that's the same for me. Like it, it either has to be like a mega title where I'm like, I don't care, just take my money, or like it needs to be reasonably priced. Like I say, for me, like, I already own Hotline Miami on PlayStation, and I think I got it free in a humble. Well, I say free. It was in a humble bundle at one point. I've got it on my PC. I have no idea. Why do I need to? You know, I'd like to have it on the Switch because a game like that on the move is good. But I'm not paying twenty pound for Hotline Miami. Yeah. Like I'm just not doing yeah. it. So it can't be that much more to port to Switch that it costs that much. I don't. I, I don't know what uh, no, the Switch I, tax is about. I don't know if it's enforced money. No, the, the Switch. No, the Switch. The the real Switch tax is on the cartridges. The cartridges are, are more expensive to, to to release than they are um, on a disc and stuff like that. I, I believe anyway. Oh no, that was there the case be at no one point. Increased cost of digital distribution. Did no exactly digital distribution. Completely different story. Completely different story. And usually you're paying a premium on digital distribution as well. You can get physical cartridges cheaper than you can get their digital copies on almost every console. Which yep. sucks. Yep. Which makes no sense either because there's no packaging. There's no nothing. I don't know. I've yeah. never understood that. I've always thought that was kind of odd. It's like the world a... is dying, people. We need to be financially encouraging digital distribution. Yeah. Fuck. You know. All about all this plastic use. Imagine we need yeah. to go and buy physical editions of games because they're more—they're cheaper than our fucking digital copies. Yeah. So for the sake of the planet, please, Nintendo, get on it. We need to start a hashtag. Yeah. Has- to get cheaper Switch. Hashtag games. save the planet. Hashtag make the games cheaper. Hashtag go green. Cheaper <laughs> yeah. digital Switch games. <laughs> yes, please. Um. So yeah, that's happening tomorrow. The uh Nintendo Direct. Um. I've, I don't know if there's any. I don't think I've got anything else really. Um. No. Yeah, I think that about sums it up. I think that, um, which that... is, you know, I think we've done a pretty good run. I don't know how long this recording's been running. Yeah, it's it's fifty-three minutes and sixteen seconds, but that's, you know, that's we're, close we're, enough. That's we're close good. enough to an hour. Yeah, Nailed do. it. We've done it. We, we've done it, guys. It's been absolutely emotional. It's it's been good to get back on the air. I've enjoyed yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It's been uh, lovely. I mean, you know, we'll try not to leave it so long before the next one. Really apologize. It's just been summer. It has. All these plans. In the winter, you spend all your time being, making all these beautiful plans for when it's nice, and then they come around. And you go, "Fuck, I've got plans." <laughs> yeah, fuck, I have a life. Why do I have a life? Why do Warcraft classics out? Get out of my way. Um, yeah. yeah, so no, we'll be back, guys, more frequent than than we have been in the last couple of weeks. We apologise. We are here now to to infect your ears. Um, yeah. So also remember, moving forward, that we're on Spotify. You might be able to listen to this on Spotify. If you're not, move to Spotify because I'm sure you probably would rather that. Maybe potentially. If not, keep listening on iTunes or Stitcher or SoundCloud, wherever else you're listening. Um, also follow all our social media stuff. You can find us on Instagram at Altdab Podcast. You can find us on Twitter at Altdab Pod, and you can find us on Facebook.com forward slash Altdab Podcast. Um, or just Google us. Nobody has called anything even remotely approaching the name Alt Dab Podcast. Literally, so we have the best SEO by default. Oh, 100%. If you search Alt Dab Podcast, we are the top three, four. Yeah, top four listed when you Google Alt Dab Podcast. You can't fucking not find us. So, yeah. No excuses. <laughs> no excuses. Subscribe. Tell tell your neighbour. Tell your sister. Tell your brother. Tell your friends. Tell your mum and your dad. Get everybody to listen. We 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 need that support. Send us all your love and attention. 
Yes. And tune in for the live stream in October. Yes, October. I'd like I say, I'll give more details properly on the next episode. Um, when this goes up, I'll give you a little link to the donation page and stuff like that as well. And that'd be amazing if you could donate, even if it's just a couple of quid. Anything's going to help um, spur me on to stay awake and play a shooting game, which normally requires like a high level of concentration for 24 fucking hours. Um, yeah. So Godspeed, you yes. glorious bastard. Yeah, yeah. Uh, R.I.P. Me. Um, hopefully, this I can survive the day and not fall asleep into my keyboard. Um, yeah. So that that'd be nice of you. Do that. Um, yeah. Thanks. You sh- you sh- Awkward you sh- goodbye. Get get sponsored by Monster for that one. Get yeah. some cans. I'm gonna need ice. it on a fucking drip for that day. <laughs> I'm gonna need white cans of Monster on a drip. If anyone feels like fucking delivering me some white cans of Monster that day, please feel free. That'd be amazing. Once, once we get off air, send me your address. I'll I'll, I'll set up an Ocado delivery. <laughs> <laughs> amazing, amazing. All right, guys. Well, thank you very much. We'll see you soon. Thanks, guys. Have a good night.